We are live from the great state of Tennessee. I'm your host, Patrick Simpson, and this is Paranoid, the podcast where we break down conspiracy theories and unsolved mysteries and separate fact from fiction. So real quickly, interesting, well, kind of funny story of the week. For any of you that, little, that like sports, specifically soccer, you know that Euro, it's called Euro 2020, but it's 2021, but you know the European Soccer Championship is going on. And a great soccer player that plays for the country of Wales um, by the name of Gareth Bell, he's doing an interview with Sky Sports, and he's just talking, like just a regular interview, talking about sports. But then randomly, um, he takes questions from fans, and one question asked him uh, about his belief about UFO and aliens. And his direct quote is, evidence of aliens is everywhere. People need to research. It's interesting. I'm quite into it. His teammate Harry Kane doesn't believe because he hasn't done research. I've convinced my teammate Joe Roden, but he's still on the fence. But the amount of UFO sightings can't all be false, which is interesting because kind of what we're going to talk about today. I wasn't actually planning on doing this story of the week to coincide with what I'm talking about today. Um, but it's actually interesting because once you listen to my episode, you'll understand. Yes, we have UFO sightings here in America, but there are UFO sightings all over the world. So he is to believe, okay, well, if people in America are seeing it, if people in Zimbabwe are seeing it, people in China are seeing it, we all are we all just going crazy, or is they are they actually onto something? That's basically his philosophy. Of course, we all could just be seeing bright lights in nothingness. But like I said, if he he basically believes there's just no way all of us are seeing the same false information. So I'm gonna. I'm a Germany fan. I was born in Germany. I'm rooting for Germany, but I'm gonna be rooting Wells for Wells as my second favorite team because I like this guy. Like I said, I know who he is. I know soccer. I didn't really pay much attention to him, but he's out here saying this in the middle of the European Championship. So I'm gonna go ahead and cheer for Wells just because I like this dude. Like what he had to say. But let's go ahead and get into the actual story for today. All right. So those of us, the majority of my audience does actually live in the United States. I do have some international listeners, but the majority of you are here in the United States. And if you're being honest with yourself, you know that America is kind of wacky, kind of kooky, a little different than everybody else. Now, we don't really see the news, at least I don't really see the international news. So there could be a bunch of crazy stuff going on. But there are just things that just happen in America, Florida, particular. There's just things that happen in America that are just not normal. And I just do my best guess and assume they aren't going on around the world. I mean, there's just, I mean, do I really have to explain? I mean, just Google the word Florida, man. Like I said, I love Florida, um, the state of Florida. I love all my people in the state of Florida, but you know, people in Florida are, you know, a little weird. There's just a lot of weird stuff that goes on, but that's not just them. All over America, you just see crazy stories, weird people. Like America, like I said, America's great, but America is different. So with that being said, you, or at least me, as a conspiracy theorist, as a person that believes in UFO, alien, extraterrestrial type stuff, you kind of got to take a look back and say, okay, yes, people here in America, at least a good amount of people here in America do believe in aliens, do believe in UFOs, do believe something else is out there. But like I said, we are a little cuckoo. So is that just us being cuckoo or are we actually on to something? And like I said, me being the podcast that I am, I try to be objective as possible. Like I said, I don't say anything. And this is a fact. I usually give the opposite end of the spectrum most of the time. Like I don't just 
shove my opinion to you. I try to offer both sides. And like I said, so I try to be objective as possible. And in being objective, you have to sit back and wonder, are, am I just, or are we, me, whoever, whatever you believe, if you believe in UFOs, aliens, are we just caught up in more random hysteria of the United States? Or are these type of talks going on in other countries? And the more specifically, are other governments looking into this? Or is it just us? Like I said, um, we have the CIA um, Black Vault. Like you can go back and listen to my episode on that. We have the CIA Black Vault. CIA supposedly released all the information that they had on UFOs. Um, like I said, if you want to hear my opinion on that, you can listen to the episode. But we're still pushing to get more information on UFOs. We have people from the Air Force that have supposedly seen UFOs going on 60 minutes. Like this is legit going on here in America. Like our government is finally like saying, hey, there's stuff in the sky. And we don't know what it is. It's not our tech. It's moving at speeds that we don't understand. And we don't know what it is. Like, yes, so that is happening in America. But to be completely objective, if there are UFOs, if there are aliens really here on planet Earth or have actually ever been here on planet Earth, they haven't just been to America. You have to think about how long Earth has been around. The United States is fairly young in the grand scheme of things. I mean, yeah, obviously, and we think about in our lifetime, it's been here forever. But in the grand scheme of things, America is a young country. So if these things, whatever it might be, is on Earth, there will be in other countries. And keep in mind, like I said, here in America, everything revolves around ourselves. But America is only like 3% of the world population. So all these UFO sightings that are happening here in America, like we can't, if we are to actually be objective and believe that what we are saying is true, then we have to look out to the rest of the world and see what is going on there. Are other countries being bothered? Are other governments looking into this? And most people say, I don't think we really think about that. I've thought about it a little bit, but I've never like truly, truly thought about it until recently like what is other governments doing what are other are there other pat paranoid with patrick's in other countries like or are we just crazy people here in america in our own little world when it comes to aliens so i'm here to educate you because i would assume most of you if i didn't know the answer i know for a fact most of you probably don't know the answer so i'm here today to educate you on what exactly is going on around the world when it comes to ufos and like I said, I think we'll be able to come to a pretty good conclusion today. Not on, I may not change your mind. Like if you believe it, you are, you will still believe it. If you don't believe it, it won't change your mind. But I think it will give you a different perspective of what is going on. Like I said, I feel like a lot of people that don't believe in UFOs, I think the part of, okay, well, the Alex Jones and the conspiracy theorists of America are already crazy. So I'm not going to listen to anything they say. But if we can look to some non-crazy countries, some normal countries, and see what they're saying, seeing what their government is saying, maybe, just maybe, it can open your eyes just a little bit more. So the easiest place to start is right above us, obviously, the great state of Canada. Um, makes the most sense to just start with them. 
And going forward, so when I talk about these different countries, I'm going to try not to talk about specific events because um, I got episodes I need to post in the future. And a lot of these are, you know, like Area 51 or Roswell, New Mexico type events that have happened in other countries. And they're definitely worth individual episodes. So I won't be going super into depth as far as actual encounters, more talking about just what the specific government is doing or acknowledging, if that makes sense. So the earliest reports of Canada having any type of looking into UFOs is in 1950, um, a government sanctioned project called Project Magnet was started by Canada in December 1950 under the direction of Wilbert Brockhouse Smith. Um, basically, he was a radio engineer for Canada, basically. And basically, he made a request to use the facilities of the Department of Transportation to study UFOs and said this was approved. And this was made to collect data about UFOs and apply any recovered data, basically, to practical engineering and technology. So this project, which is kind of what you see on the movies, the, the goal of this project basically was to find any findings of geomagnetic geomagnetism and link the possibility of exploiting Earth's magnetic fields as holding view. Like, basically, how do UFOs fly? Is basically, they want to find a UFO, they want to find how they can make it fly on Earth, and they want to apply it to whatever they want to use. I'm sure probably weapons or whatever, but like I said, um, the guy that did this and the Canada government basically said, if UFOs are real, they basically hold the key to a new source of power. So that was their whole thing was we don't really care who these aliens are, but if they are here and they have propulsion devices, things that can hover on Earth that we can't do, we need to get a hold of that technology, which is what most of those movies end up showing when they do get a hold of this. And like I said, 1952, he came up with a report that said basically UFOs likely came from intelligent extraterrestrial sources that almost certainly manipulated magnetism. Why can I say that word? Jesus. For flight. And a 1953 report basically said those conclusions again. And the Canadian government established Project Second Story, a parallel basically project. Um, so they got two different projects going along, but this one involved groups of scientists and military officers who basically every so often met to talk about UFOs and basically make sure, okay, these aren't an actual threat, which is kind of what's going on in America. We don't really care necessarily about what the aliens look like or if they're aliens. They are more concerned, these people and so in America is more concerned with the actual national security threat. And basically, long story short, they found, you know, they looked up UFO sightings, but they never actually found, obviously, or we would know, they never actually found the alien. They never actually found a legitimate UFO that hovered. And this went on until 1962. And they did find, like I said, they, they did research into UFO findings. And like I said, they just came, I don't know how they came to this conclusion, but they said they just came to this conclusion that. Basically, UFOs do exist, and they are able to basically manipulate our gravity to hover, which is kind of common sense if they actually do. Obviously, they're, if they are here and hovering, yes, they're manipulating our 
um, air airwaves, but that's what they came up to. Except they didn't find anything conclusive. But in 1962, that finished. But it didn't stop. And like I said, basically, long story short, UFO sightings have been going on in Canada for a very, very, very long time, um, just like here in America. And but the thing is with Canada, which they are usually always like us, the thing is about Canada is that they are more transparent about this than the United States. Whereas the United States just recently finally started acknowledging, hey, we don't know what these things are in the air. They're not weather balloons like they used to say. We don't know what it is. They're at least finally doing it. But Canada has been transparent basically from the beginning. And we know that Canada's military basically has a program that notifies their higher ups when pilots spot UFOs in Canadian airspace. And this... Um, report was basically um, a medical transport crew was flying over Manitoba and reported that an inexplicable bright light followed them at the same exact altitude and speed well before sunrise, it's pitch black, well before sunrise on January 6, 2019. That morning, civilian air traffic controllers alerted um, basically the Air Force. And like I said, that was basically standard protocol nothing ever came of that like i said same things here they see things but they never actually found it but the united but the canada when they like I said they have a source they have a system of tracking ufos and when they see these things they actually do tell civilians like they don't try to be super secretive like they've always been super transparent and um, there was a document that was released, I think, also in 2019. Um, and like I said, it just confirmed, like, it's not because uh, that's not a conspiracy in itself. This, there's documentation that confirms that the Royal Canadian Air Force and NORAD, which is basically like their NASA, they have a process, a specific process for reporting sightings of UFOs. And this goes all the way up, like I said, mainly to do with national security basically and they also kind of had the same thing as us when we had the cia black vault with all that information released the same thing happened but of course it's a little bit ahead of our time 2019 the government canadian government releases a report of over 30,000 documents that were released they were given to the university of manitoba in canada and these were basically just like I said, just tons of documents of just alleged UFO sightings, not anything concrete, but pictures, descriptions, a lot of things that kind of match up. Same thing that we got here in America. But like I said, these were over 20,000 reports filed over the past 30 years. And like I said, 10,000 of them were directly from the Canadian government. And the one big thing like I said, I won't go into the big detail because this one is a big one. This one will have to be episode in itself. But kind of like we have our Roswell, New Mexico, Canada in 19, um, in 1967, they had their version of Roswell, but it is called the Falcon Lake Incident. And basically it's the same exact thing. Um, uh, the most concrete UFO sighting from like actual legitimate people, actual scientists actually saw this. And but like I said, unlike us, we have United States has never actually said we saw a UFO or we saw anything at Roswell. 
they said it was a weather balloon crashing or whatever they said. But this one in 1967, the Canadian government, they said they didn't say aliens. UFOs doesn't mean aliens necessarily. But they actually confirmed that this legit sighting in 1967 was an unidentified flying object. Not necessarily aliens, but they agree we this whatever this was, it wasn't a military training drill. It wasn't something um, to do anything with our government military. This was actually an unidentified flying object. Like I said, I have to go into more detail, but this one is one of the most at least intriguing UFO sightings. Like I said, you're still always at the belief of that person that said it, but like I said, if you want to Google it, like I said, it's called um, Falcon Lake Incident, Canada. If you want to Google it now or just wait for the episode, this one is a legitimate, like, one that is a big one. And like I said, the Canada Canadian government actually did not deny that this was something happened. We don't know what this is. Something happened. So they're at least slightly ahead of the curve. Um, now, it hasn't got them anywhere. No, they still have not identified anything. But for years, they have at least been out there, the government themselves, not just the people that are saying they saw something, but the government out there actually has a specific task force, which the United States does not have. We see things and we report it to our boss, but there is an actual specific UFO task force in Canada that when their Air Force or anybody in the military sees a UFO, there is a specific task force that goes and looks into it. Obviously, I don't know how good they are because they haven't found anything, but at least shows Canada is like a different country than us. They do things a little closer to the ear, a little more tight-knit, not as wild as we are. So if they got a task force for it, that makes me feel good. Okay, they must really think something's out there. Like I said, it doesn't have to be necessarily aliens. It could be another country, a national security threat but they at least know or acknowledging there's something up there in the air and it's not ours and we got to figure out what it is. Now we go to the great country of France and this one is actually really interesting. I had no clue this was a thing. This is actually really interesting and kind of cool. So the French, the country of France, they actually have a team of UFO hunters. Yes, like actual UFO hunters that are literally their only job is to hunt, track down UFOs. Same type thing here. They have tons of UFO sightings in France. Um, same stuff here, same sightings, same weird things, weird phenomenons, people disappearing, um, things that are going on there. But like I said, they actually took this seriously so france is the only country in europe right, which means there's somewhere else i don't know where but according to this article france is the only country in europe to maintain a full-time state-run ufo department core apparently which we'll get into here in a second there used to be one in the united kingdom and another one in denmark but they closed down years ago due to budget cuts but we'll discuss that here um in a second so France's UFO unit consists of four staff and about a dozen volunteers who get their expenses paid to go on site and look into reports of strange sightings in the sky. This team is called GAPEN. Um, I don't know. It's a That's a French acronym for study group and information of non-identified aerial phenomenon. And that is just a ridiculously long and unnecessary name for the group. 
Their boss is Xavier Passat, and basically surrounded by dozens of books on UFOs and stacks of documents, he talks about how his mission is to be transparent as possible about strange sightings and to follow up each sighting that his team receives. Um, they actually have a website that gets about 30,000 hits a month. They receive, on average, two UFO sightings a day. And the idea basically is to provide details, including photographs, and to weed out pranksters and jokers from the actual legitimate ones. Seeing, again, 30,000 a month, I would have to assume the majority of those are pranksters, which makes it a very tough job. Um, but if someone has claimed to see strange lights in the sky, the UF team... The UFO team goes online to observe if a, if the, where that's at was in a flight path because they said they're, they're funded by the government. So they have access to the air traffic control going back more than a week. So if someone says, hey, I was here in I don't even know what a city in France is, but I saw this UFO at 10 o'clock. They have access to air traffic control to go see, OK, what was flying in that area at 10, 11 o'clock that night. So like I said, they have the resources to legitimately weed out the fakes from the, from the real. The team also has access to military flight paths and is in touch with the Air Force and air traffic controllers. Like they have, like I said, I mean, this is full all in. They have access to anything that is going on in the sky in France. The UFO team knows about it. Like this is legitimate. I've never seen anything like this ever. Um, like I said, sometimes, and said, if they'll call, they'll work with the local police and see if that is credible before they drive all the way out there. Then they'll check with neighbors to see if that person was out drinking that night or possibly on any kind of drugs. Like they, like I said, they aren't just taking this lightly. They don't just, if someone gives in a tip, they do their due diligence to look into this. Now, for what it's worth, we, I assume they have not actually found anything. Um, I, I do not know. Like I said, I did some research and like I said, there's tons of sightings, but obviously they've never actually seen an alien. Um, they've never, they have seen, they have, there are some UFO ones that they cannot find an answer for. Like there's nothing in the flight path. There's no explanation for it. But like I said, if someone, if I see a UFO, and I call these people, unless they're right down the road, they're not going to get there in time to see it. So, like, it's, it's kind of hard, and I don't know what they can really accomplish. They would have to literally have a team in every single city. Like, by the time I call you, if you're three hours away, what are you really accomplishing? So, there are some that they have looked into that seem pretty interesting, but I said, and if you look up, if you look this up, look the team up, there are some pictures and some drawings, which are very similar like I said, these are pictures and drawings from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, like not just recently. You got random people in the country in the 1950s. They describe what they saw, and it always matches stuff in these same exact pictures that we see here in the United States before they even, in 1950, I'm assuming they did not know about Roswell, New Mexico. I doubt it was in the French paper, but yet their pictures of what they're seeing are similar to what they saw in Roswell. So it is interesting, but it's all speculation basically which is all all this is but it is interesting and i would love telling you if the united states had a ufo hunting team i would be on there i would be i would be like captain america before he got the um 
before he got the freaking super soldier serum. He he applied like 50 times. That would be me. If the United States had a UFO hunting team, I would change my identity, change my name, get a haircut, bleach myself. I mean, I would do whatever it would take to get on this team. But unfortunately, we don't probably never will. But it's really interesting. I would love to somehow be able to interview one of these. Maybe I can reach out and try to get that going. But it's super interesting to know that that's what's going on in France right now. Which brings us to the United Kingdom, mainly England. But like I said, without going into specific detail, there have been some actually really, really good and really crazy UFO sightings in the UK over the past few years, which I will cover if you want to look into it. But as far as their government, the UF, um, the UK government started out, which is a weird name, but it's called the Flying Saucer Working Party. And this was made by the United Kingdom's Ministry Ministry of Defense, and this was their first official study into UFOs, which started in the 1950s. And basically, it was from their the defense ministry's scientific advisor. He basically says UFO sightings should not be dismissed without some sort of proper scientific study, um, which I agree. 100%, whether you believe it or not, you should at least look into it for national security reasons. So that started in the 1950s. Um, from what I know, not much really came out of it. Didn't last very long, I don't think. But the one that was the major one, in 1997, they started what was called Project Condine. And basically, this was a secret UFO study that was also taken by the British government's defense intelligence staff. And this was from 1997 to 2000. And basically, this resulted in a 400-page document titled Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon in the UK Air Defense Region. And this basically, this report had 10,000 sightings that were, these were not like people, these were not like regular people sightings. These are 10,000 sightings that were gathered by the Directorate of Scientific and Techno Technical Intelligence. Um, man, UK got some super long, all these European things, they have super long acronyms. But like I said, these weren't just sightings from just Betty Sue at the mall. These are 10,000 sightings from the actual military, which is interesting. And that report concluded that UFOs had an indisputable, indisputable presence, but also no evidence found to, the, to, to suggest that they are hostile or have any kind of um, bad intentions, basically. Um, and they actually discussed the science of it. And this, I'm not going to talk about the science of it because it makes no sense, but it basically has to do with plasma. And that is like the type of energy that is created to make these UFOs hover. So they actually did some really, really good scientific research. None of it makes sense to me because I'm not that smart when it comes to science. But they have like dug into this for real and they have actually figured out the science of it and said they some of these military scientists people like they've had actual they claim disclaimer they have claimed to have actual legitimate close encounter close proximity type things to these plasma fields that the ufos basically use to hover in the air i don't know but they've seen these things apparently and they have figured out the science on it 
which is really, really interesting. And the only reason why we know about this, these two projects that I'm talking about, is because similar to our UFO Black Vault, the British um, quote X Files of UFO sightings went public just last year in February of 2020. Um, the Ministry of Defense basically published their UFO reports. And basically, they acknowledge that from 1950 to 2009, their government documented and investigated reports of UFOs. Now, two things. One, it is cool that they acknowledge that they have been looking into this for basically 60 years. And it is cool that they made those sightings public. But are we to believe that they actually just stopped in 2009? That is the question. Um, maybe the paranoid with Patrick version in the UK. Maybe he's out there somewhere and he can dig into this more. But you've been doing this for 60 years and now all of a sudden you stopped. Makes me think, okay, well, the 1950, 2009, we didn't find anything interesting. But recently, since 2009, we have. We're not going to release that to you. That's what I say. But that's also the conspiracy theorist in me, basically. So basically, um, the British, some, a British news agency basically filed a request for the UFO files under their version of the Freedom of Information Act. And because of that, they had, I guess, apparently had to release them. And like I said, this um, all started with, like I said, the first thing that's on there is the Flying Saucer Working Party. And apparently, according to this file, the um, Prime Minister Winston Churchill, assume if you know any kind of history, you know who that is. But he, um, it captured his attention, not that he believed in UFOs, but he sent, uh, in 1952, he sent a memo to his, basically, head minister saying, what does all this stuff about flying saucers amount to? What can it mean? Is it the truth? Um, which is interesting that Winston Churchill was interested. Like I said, um, nothing, uh, once again, as always, nothing really came about this um tons of sightings thinks that it doesn't really mean anything but the looks at the last report that ends in 2009 basically covers sightings from january to november of 2009 these include a silver disc shaped light and up to 20 orange and red growing lights a large bright sphere three blazing gold orbs like just a bunch of just random stuff. Um, but like I said, it's just interesting. Like I said, we're us crazy Americans see these same descriptions. Like I said, you just gotta look at the pictures. You look at the pictures of what people say they saw, and then you compare them to the things that we say we saw. If you like you just compare them and it's just weird because I'm sure these people, like I said, now 2020, you have Google. We're talking about 60 years ago. Different sightings in the UK, they ask them, hey, what this is shaped like? What do these people look like? And their looks, like the drawings, the sketches are similar to the ones here in the United States. Like I said, it's just, I mean, it could be me picking at straws, but it is interesting, like I said, to just look back at these pictures of things in other countries and they all come to the same conclusion before the internet, before they could really share the other news what's going on in other countries that they happen to be similar. Like I said, doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it is super interesting. Unfortunately, at least unfortunately for me, that's 
basically the extent of other countries. Now there is a there was something in Brazil called Operation Preto, uh, which was in the 1970s um, due to UFO sightings. Um, in the Soviet Union, they had something called Institute 22. So basically, they made their own team um, of soldiers, sailors, and pilots, and their orders were literally to just watch for UFO and other unexplained events. Um, no questions asked, which was interesting. I don't know how you probably think you're being trolled by your government or by your leader, but they basically had a team in the 1970s to just sit and look for UFOs. Um, but other than that, everybody else has been pretty closed up. Um, like I said, the, the British and French governments are among the select few in Europe to have, to have classified previously top secret files. And basically, um, experts believe that while they are in a minority, they are not alone in having sightings. Like I said, the, the French released their UFO fightings findings in 2007 and Britain released theirs in 2019. But as far as things said over there in Europe, that's basically it as far as when we talk about the government. Germany is one of the many European countries that have not declassified their UFO fightings. In fact, the German government refuses to even admit they have any UFO files at all, despite the fact that independent organizations on average um, have reported about 50 to 100 UFO sightings a year in Germany. I find it hard to believe that, the, like I said, they probably may not have a specific team, but they've had to at least had an Air Force pilot. They've had to at least had someone see something that was just kind of weird. Like I said, the government has been, um, the German government has been super under wraps about this. Um, Robert Fleischer, the coordinator for um, German in Initiative for Exploration, says Germany has a high level of UFO sightings. He says that since 1974, over 500, quote, real UFO sightings have been um, seen. Um, like I said, there's been no official recognition by the German government at all. Um, this is interesting. It says, so he says, this is a direct quote. So if the Germans were to open any files related to UFOs, all we would find out is that they pass all their information to the Americans. And he states that most UFO cases reported over Germany were only revealed when UFO files were made public. So... Basically, like I said, the Germans do have information, basically, or have sightings, but they are just passing the information on to us, which goes back to, like I've been talking about, the project, um, the CIA um, Black Vault that they release was not just America. It was sightings in other countries, and Germany was on there. So basically, the Germans are frustrated, or at least the German conspiracy theorists, the German you know scientists that want to learn more. They're frustrated because they're not going to learn anything from Germany. Basically, they have to look to the U.S. and hope that the U.S. has access to their files. Um, and like I said, that's um, that's basically it. Now, obviously, just because a government has not come out and said something doesn't mean they haven't seen anything. I mean, Europe, like I said, a lot of countries, like I said, especially the Middle East, the Middle Eastern countries are very, very under wraps. And I couldn't find anything as far as with African countries doing anything. But 
the thing is, if you look at the countries I've listed, Britain, France, America, Canada, Russia, these are all countries with extremely ridiculous budgets. Like other countries, they don't have the budget to just focus on UFOs. So while they've maybe seen something, like they don't necessarily believe it enough to put a team together to put actual taxpayer money towards it. Um, so that's what honestly the easiest answer to why there's not more um, is basically funding. Like I said, France has a sp- actual legit team that is out there hunting for UFOs. Nobody else. I mean, these other countries that are like don't have money and owe all us big countries money, they're just not going to be out here flexing money like that. So unfortunately, like I said, it's only going to be the big, big, big countries that are out here spending money on this. But the ones that we looked into are actually really interesting. I mean, at least to me, like I said, France obviously is the top of the list on I love y'all. But UK has had a lot of good stuff. Canada has had some really good stuff. Um, Russia probably has probably had, I would assume Russia has some seen some really interesting things. But Russia doesn't share information. If you know anything about Russia, they don't share with us. Um, they're definitely not going to share with Americans. Um, they're not going to like, if they saw, if they actually legitimately saw an alien, I do not believe they would tell our president. I don't think they would tell our government. I mean, especially with the way things are between us two right now, I don't think they would tell us. So I'm not really looking to Russia to be a source of information just because like I said, countries that hate us are not going to say anything. North Korea, whatever they got going on over there, they're not going to say anything. So you got to take into effect budgeting, finance, and in the seats, how many countries are just flat out secretive. You're not going to have a bunch of countries working together to figure out what's going on. And that basically gets to my conclusion of this episode, basically, um, is what does it, what does it all mean? Okay. Other countries have seen UFOs. They've seen things that look similar with look similar. And we have other countries, um, the government are actually looking into this. But my whole conclusion on this is, which I guess I could honestly do a full episode on this in myself. But the thing that is interesting is, let's say the UFO lands in Texas. Or what if it lands in Germany? Or what if it lands in Zimbabwe? Or what if it lands in Russia? Like we actually catch it on camera. Like we legitimately, like, I don't know, they pop out and be like, we're here. Hi, this is us. How would our world handle it? Like, I don't think, actually, I know for a fact, our world would not come together. Like, even if they were hostile. Let's say they're hostile and going to take over. I still don't like Independence Day. I just don't think all our countries would come together against these aliens. I just don't think it would happen. Like, I don't think there's anything out there the way the world is now that could can reunite our world. Now, obviously, us and our allies would come together. Thankfully, UK, Canada, are our allies, the ones that are actually researching this. But China, Russia, these other countries that, you know, aren't really favorable of us, I don't think they would really share tons of information with us. I think they would try to use it as some kind of tactical advantage um so like i said i mean we're probably far off i don't think they're going they're going to just show up or whatever tomorrow i don't know when it will be might not even be in our lifetime but it is something to think about and if that day actually comes how is the world going to connect because i could see russia or some other country trying to go behind our back and make deals hey okay y'all give us 
access to your good technology and we'll give you whatever you need from Earth. And, you know, don't help those Americans. Or I can see us doing that. Hey, you give us all the technology. You give us all the cool stuff and the good information. And just leave those other people alone. I can see, I mean, would, does that shock you? I mean, I see that happening way more than our than the world's coming together to share the information that they get. Like I said, it's just something to think about. Just a nice little wormhole to go down. Um, but like I said, basically the conclusion is, yes, America is a crazy country. Yes, America has a bunch going on. America believes some crazy things. But when it comes to this one, like I said, not all things that we believe, not all things that we do, other countries agree with. But when it comes to the case of looking into UFOs, we are not the only ones, one, that see these UFOs. And it has not been that. It's been that way going at least back to the 50s for every country, which ironically is about um, the time that we really start to pick up our UFO research. So we got people that just live in the middle of nowhere in the UK and in Africa and in Russia that have seen these things. And then we got the government that at least has at least looked into it and thought it was credible enough to have a research team on it. So like I said, take what that means. We could all be crazy or maybe we're just onto something more than we realized. Um, I'm not going to tell you what to believe. I'm not going to tell you what to think, but it's just an interesting topic. Like I said, if you're even somewhat on the fence, whether you believe it or on the fence about UFO aliens, just something to think about. Like this isn't just me. This isn't just Margaret in Texas. This isn't just John in New York. People all around the world from before the internet, from before phones, from before newspapers, like could go from country to country have been seeing the same things that we are seeing. So maybe, just maybe, we really are onto something. That is all I got for today. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. Maybe learn some other new information about what's going on around the world. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Patrick Simpson. But if there's anything I missed, you I don't know, maybe you're from another country and you know some more information or you've seen some other things, uh, feel free to DM me or just send me a message, show me a picture. I would love to know anything else that you've heard or seen from other countries because I mean, there's obviously so many other things. It's, I could look into this for days. So feel free to hit me up. Um, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do that real quick. Also, if you haven't left a word, if you're on Apple or iTunes, appreciate it if you just take a second to leave an honest review. As a community always is growing and is looking towards you for honest opinions of the show. And we'll be back next Monday with a very new episode. My name is Patrick Simpson, and this is Paranoid.